0: And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less, it makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. So excited as always that you're here, hanging out, wherever and however you are hearing this. I just... Always, I don't know how often I say it on here, but you're going to hear me again just how unbelievably grateful I am for each and every one of you for listening, for sharing, for giving me feedback, for posting it on Instagram, and just spreading that message just a little bit deeper. This community, this audience, you, I just hope that you know how much I adore you and truly, truly how much I, I put into this and want to share with you. This is not a platform and a message that I take lightly and I feel this is a huge part of my job to share and to expand and to listen and evolve with each and every one of you. So thanks for being along the ride with me. Today we're going to talk about emotional eating and emotional eating is definitely not new to the podcast. We've I've done episodes previously, 132 episode 132 talked about that. Uh, We just recently last week talked about healing your body, healing your relationship with food. It's obviously a big underlying theme. And what I've come to realize is that maybe you don't strongly identify with disordered eating or a troubled relationship with food, but maybe you dabble in emotional eating. I think it's a tool that most of us have cultivated at some point in time in our lives to heal and to cope ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. We got to first come on here and very, very, very clearly say first and foremost, that we're not shaming, we're not blaming, we're not placing anything in guilt. We're using this as an opportunity to look at ourselves and to see what we're trying to fill and what we're trying to avoid. And Maybe just make ourselves just a little bit better in that space. And also, I will say, not something that's often talked about, but emotional eating is a tool that we have to cope sometimes. And maybe that's the tool that is best and safest and most comfortable for you in that moment to deal. That's okay. We have many, many different ways that we cope. But we just can't lean so heavily on one and we just have to make sure that we're not always defaulting back to something that is numbing us out. We can cope, but we also have to make sure that we're dealing with that underlying emotion, stressor, anxiety, pressure, whatever it is that we're trying to numb from. Maybe in a moment it is safest for you to numb. Okay, we're giving ourselves that space but that is not the habit that we're going to create. That's not the habit or the mindset that we want to control, continue to roll with. So a couple pieces that we can do. And first one is I understand that when you're in a space where you're emotionally eating, it feels so overwhelming and so powerless. You just kind of feel at a loss and it's just this manual, for me anyway, it's a manual shoving anything and everything in my face that I can. And maybe you have a couple default foods that you have and you go to your sweet spots. Maybe it's just any and everything that you can get your hands on. And hey, guess what? That's that's your own personal space. You can I'm sure start to think and identify that. When we're emotional eating, we're doing it, as I said before, to numb or to soothe our thoughts, feelings or emotions. A lot of times we only think of it as soothing an emotion, or I'm feeling stressed, so I emotionally eat, or sad, or bad. But not only do those negative quote-unquote emotions relate with emotional eating, think about how we use emotional eating when we're happy. Every huge celebration has a birthday cake, a wedding cake, a Thanksgiving meal, a christmas feast there's all of these pieces of good we'll say just for sake of you following along but good emotions that are tied to food as well so it's not always a negative thing we have to get over that hump as well it is that negative though when we are choosing to to just cover up the way that we're feeling with something external another thing that isn't talked about quite as much, I don't believe, in emotional eating is our fear of why we do it, the the correlation with fear. Oftentimes we hold on so tightly to a specific way of eating, a plan, a health plan, whether it's macros, whether it's a diet somebody created, and a uh, a different type of eating, plant-based, keto, whatever that means for you. Because we're so terrified of what happens. We don't trust that our body can handle it. And really that's ultimately why we're trying to numb and soothe. Is because we don't have the trust built in us to fully think that we can feel what we need to feel. Or that our body is so innately wise and full of beautiful wisdom. We can't tap into that. We're scared of what that feels like. I shared on Instagram last week a story of how this holds true for me in the fact that I, a few months last fall, was really not feeling well, I was having a lot of symptoms, dealing with a lot of things before I got um, some SIBO and IMO am, I am diagnosis. And I decided that after doing a lot of research and looking at ways that are holistically great for my health to heal me I was going to do an Ayurvedic Kitchari cleanse and I love Ayurveda I practice many of the pieces I'm learning deep diving in more stay tuned because we have a really amazing guest that's going to talk about this a lot more in the next couple weeks so if you're into this we're right up your alley but Kitchari is One of the most nourishing, wholesome things that you can give to your body. It's very easy on your digestive system. It's just there to give your body this wonderful infusion of nutrients and peace and slow and just tailored to what your body needs. So it was a five-day cleanse. And when I say cleanse, I don't want that word to have negative connotations. It oftentimes does in diet culture. Basically, it was just eating kitchery which is grains rice or quinoa kind of depending on typically it's rice um this one I was doing with quinoa loads of veggies loads and loads of veggies lots of spices turmerics and warm spices and healing it's kind of depending on your dosha and again not that not it but when I say cleanse know that it's a lot of food it's good nourishing food that my body needed And about three days in, I was so, so, so sick, probably one of the sickest I've ever been in my life. And I almost went to the ER one night because I thought that I either had an intestinal block or that my appendix was erupting or something horrific was happening. I was just crippled over in pain. And, and my mom kept telling me, I think the kitchery is making you sick, you need to stop eating it. And I was straight up pissed because no, this food is nourishing and my body needed it. And this is going to be the thing that cures me and heals me and it's wise and it's good. For me in that moment, it wasn't. Guess what? I stopped eating the kitchery and suddenly I felt a lot better. Because in that time where my body was right in that moment, those foods weren't positive for my body. Now they are, now that I've gone through a healing process and my body can cope and digest that. But there it wasn't. But I was holding so tightly to this magic piece that was going to fix me and totally not listening to what my body was telling me. My body was screaming at me to stop and I just didn't want to it. And so there's also that emotional tie of fear and mistrust that comes with emotional eating. So you can kind of look at it in a handful of ways as we're diving in a little bit more. I really truly thought that I couldn't ever control myself around food that it was a, an issue of willpower when i was emotionally eating or when i was drawn to something and that's so 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 far from the truth it has nothing to do with willpower it has everything to do with patterns that have been laid in our brain from a young young age or at some point in time in our life that we just need to disrupt and shake up a little bit we've talked pattern interrupts on here before as well and A pattern interrupt is really looking at when you're feeling that urge to emotionally eat and to numb out and to soothe and to do whatever. And you know what? Maybe it's not even emotionally eat. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's something else that you're using to suppress that emotion. We're just going to create the tiniest window of space to give you a little bit of room. Just a little bit of room. So if I'm saying I'm extremely stressed out, I'm going to go downstairs and eat peanut butter out of the jar, what can I do? Okay, I'm going to step back. I'm going to give myself five minutes of some meditative deep breathing, of some breath work patterns that I know, holding space for myself, allowing just a little bit of room before I immediately go to that food or to that source. I never am in this saying that I am going to restrict. I am never saying I am doing this, interrupt, so I do not eat or do not soothe. Absolutely not. That is only widening the gap. That's only creating a bigger restriction, which usually leads to binge, which cycles round and round. We're not creating that pattern. We're just switching up that pathway in your brain just enough to say, oh, not exactly when I'm stressed, I need to eat. We're saying, oh, when I'm stressed, okay, I'm going to breathe. Then, if I'm still needing or wanting to eat or to soothe, I do it very mindfully. That means that I get a plate, get a bowl, get whatever I need, put my serving of food on that plate, and I eat it in the most mindful and enjoyable way. I don't have distractions. I'm not on my phone. I don't have TV TV on. I'm sitting down eating tasting, smelling, sensing what I'm doing, I'm being mindful and I'm being intentional about what I am actually putting in my body. This is peace is huge. That little interrupt is a big, big step. But then we also have to start to look at once we've removed ourselves, once we're calmed down, once we're not needing to soothe We have to start to look at and to track where are these patterns coming from? Am I seeing something that kind of goes, "Mm, when this happens, I'm definitely going to do this. Maybe it's when I feel a certain emotion. Maybe it's when I'm trying to fill a void. Maybe it's when I start to believe something about myself. Is there questions that you can ask yourself too? Is this happening if I'm not drinking enough water? Is this happening when I'm not getting enough sleep? Am I restricting my foods too much? Am my body's needing more? Have I exercised today? Did I fuel enough before or after my workout? And when we start to analyze these patterns, again, never meeting them with shame or blame or guilt, but just looking at it as a truth, as a fact, we can start to see, okay, where can I set myself up so I'm not going to default to something that isn't going to serve me better and here we go the ultimate power play that I will tell you that is a game changer for me with feeling my emotions with emotional eating with tapping out is when everything doesn't go as planned and I'm just in that kitchen wolfing down my peanut butter out of that jar before I go there I promise to myself and I vow to myself that I'm going to take five seconds and I'm going to, and I want all of you to do this the next time you are looking to numb or to self-soothe in whatever capacity that looks like to you. You can even do it right now as long as you're not driving or you're in a safe space. It is electrifying to do this. You place your hand on a safe part of your body. For me, that tends to be my heart space, my heart, my chest. Don't place it on somewhere where you're critical of. Don't place it somewhere where you're uncomfortable with. Don't get yourself in that space. We're trying to be kind, (laughs) not tear ourselves down anymore. But that hand is placed on a safe part of my body. So with my hand placed over my heart space, I take in a really deep breath and I let it out. I can do that a few times. Our breath is the key. It slows everything down. We've said it over and over again. I'm going to tell you a thousand times more. Our breath is magic, people. But you say, out of fairness, this is a moment of suffering. I know how hard this is for you. I love you and I honor you. And then go it. Eat it. Do it. Do whatever you need to do. But connecting your physical hand your touch on a part of your body feeling safe in your body showing that body love slowing everything down with your breath reminding yourself that there's nothing wrong with you this is not a flaw or this default that's happening in you or defect i should say that's happening in you It's your body trying to express something to you. And the more that we can connect that mind, that body, that physicality, the more we can lean into that intuition and that trust, the more we can start to go back and say, hey, I am safe. I'm safe to feel my emotions. I'm safe to be around food. I'm safe to not have to follow a plan. I'm safe to listen to what my body is telling me and needing me and know that if I honor that message I'm going to be okay and the sooner that I can tap into that the more that I can get in touch with what that feels the easier this process is the less of a burden this is laying on you so I all of this came to me as I was working on a free ebook that I can share with all of you diving into this a lot more and giving yourself Some space to think about how this looks for you and how you can implement this into your own life. I said this power play that hand and that body connection, that breath, that reminding yourself of it's a moment of suffering and it's hard, but you're okay and you are loved those pieces go so far for you. Just try it, please. And if you are wanting to learn a little bit more, I would love to share that ebook with you. Send me a message on Instagram or shoot me an email. All my contact information is down in the show notes. And if you're not following me, get following me so we can rise up and heal together. We shared that last in a couple episodes. We are truly healing together. Remember that. I'm here with you. I'm, I'm in it too. You're in it too. Your sister next to you. Whoever you are around, they're feeling it and that's okay because you're not broken. You're human. Just allow yourself to be human and I'm holding space for you always, giving you that room to be your beautiful human self in whatever capacity that is, sending you light, sending you love, always.